Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the radio program. Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. If you want to send us an email, the address is comments at AFR.net, comments at AFR.net. If you want to watch the show on the internet, should have told you this last hour, but you can go to uh, Facebook Live and type in today's issues, or you can go to our own uh, streaming service, which is streaming.afa.net. So we live video uh, the show there, streaming.afa.net. Uh, take you a couple of minutes at the most to sign up, and there you go. Then you have access to a lot of our our content that we have available there at streaming.afa.net. Tim Wildman here with Fred Jackson, and now Steve Jordahl joins us. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, everybody. Well, uh, yesterday we had hoped to have Dr. Peter McCullough on, uh, but uh, he had a scheduling conflict, but he has made made himself available to us now uh, to be on our program. Steve got this uh, worked out. Yep. Uh, Dr. Peter McCullough is an internist, uh, cardiologist, epide- epidemiologist, and the uh, chief scientific officer of the Wellness Company. And I think his home is in Texas. Dr. McCullough, uh, welcome to the program. Well, thanks for having me. That's right. Hometown Dallas, Texas. I'm currently on vacation in Colorado. Well, bless you, brother, for joining us even on vacation. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, well, you you went to Colorado to escape the weather in Texas, right? <laughs> well, I tell you, they're having cold advisories here. The kids are out skiing. It does look uh, foreboding outside. I'm pretty warm inside. Yeah. I hope Dallas doesn't get the freezes like they did last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah it did a lot of damage. All right, uh, Steve, go ahead with your first – hey, before you do that, I got to ask you, Dr. McCullough, you were recently reinstated to Twitter, right? I was. You know, the Twitter scandal, uh, finding out that the CDC and FBI had agents that were essentially manipulating our accounts, shadow banning us, blacklisting us, unfollowing us, and shaping a false government narrative, I think is one of the biggest stories Americans have heard in the last few weeks. Yeah, and it and it's going to get uh, its day in court, so to speak, uh, in January when they start hearings. Uh, January, or February when they start hearings on this, and and the uh, at least the House of Representatives. Yep. Steve, go ahead with your first question. All right, uh, thank you for uh, joining us, Doctor McCullough. I um, uh, we keep seeing in the news, we keep seeing uh, stories of fit athletes falling over and dying, and um, just a lot of questionable deaths and injuries. Uh, and we hear rumors of uh, the vaccine causing side effects that are that uh, no one wants to talk about. We haven't really addressed that on this show because we're not qualified, but you are. Um, I'd like to play, if I could, this is a uh, uh, actually a chiropractor, but he's speaking at the Orange County Board of Commissioners, and he's making some explanations in Florida. In Florida making some explanations up that actually made sense to me. I'd like to get your thoughts on whether this is accurate and then get what you think is happening. Let's listen to Cut 11. ...creates a toxic spike protein in your body that can cause adverse reactions, including nervous system disorders, cancers, and worst of all, myocarditis that can lead to sudden death. 
So you might be thinking, those adverse reaction people are crazy. I got the shot. Nothing bad happened to me. I'll give you five reasons why that is. First, you have no idea where the tip of that needle is when they push that plunger. If it's in a vein or a capillary bed, those, uh, those particles will rapidly spread to your heart and to your brain, increasing your chances of neurologic and cardiac symptoms. Secondly, you have no idea how many particles are in that syringe. It could vary tenfold based on how it was prepared. And the more particles you get, the greater the chance of an adverse reaction. So maybe you just got lucky. Third, there is polyethylene glycol in the shot that keeps the particles from sticking together. If it degrades, and it does, you could get injected with coagulating goo that can cause a deadly stroke or a heart attack within minutes or hours. Fourth, the mRNA that's in the shot can degrade also. So it won't even make the spike protein at all, lessening your chance of an adverse reaction. Fifth, the more acidic your body is, the more spike proteins you will make, and that will increase the chance of an adverse reaction. But you- Dr. McCullough, um, what, what, is any of that correct, and uh, what are you making of the vaccine and reported side effects? You know, that was Dr. Kevin Stillwagon, who's a retired chiropractor, but his scholarship has been excellent on the vaccine. And, and I think those statements are correct. A recent Zogby survey shows 85% of people who take the vaccine are fine. They haven't been injured. But 15% have some new medical problem. The CDC V-safe data shows that 7 to 8% of people who take the shot are so sick they have to go to the ER and be hospitalized. 7 to 8%. This is an astonishing number. He's right. This vaccine gets distributed to the brain, the heart, the adrenal glands, all throughout the body. The spike protein that's produced from the genetic code causes damage. The FDA says the vaccines cause heart damage, blood clots, and neurologic injury. So the FDA agrees to this. Everybody should be forewarned here that these vaccines are not sufficiently safe. And I testified in the U.S. Senate December 7, 2022. I concluded the session I co-moderated with Senator Ron Johnson and it was a call to pull them off the market. Dr. McCullough, Fred Jackson here. You've been warning about the possible side effects of these vaccinations for a long time, which is, I think, one of the Talking reasons. about COVID vaccinations. Yes, right? COVID yeah. vaccinations. Uh, it was one of the reasons why uh, Twitter took you off, uh, your account off. Why do you suppose... Twitter, and we believe the administration was behind the pressure for Twitter to take those who disagreed with the CDC, Dr. Fauci. Uh, why do you suppose that is? Why, why wouldn't the government want people to be aware? I mean, we, we, we look at the uh, big pharmacy and the drugs that they put out and commercials on TV, and uh, they're forced to warn people about possible side effects what was it about this that they didn't want the people to know the possible side effects? A government from the very beginning has been completely committed to mass vaccination as the only solution to the pandemic. And that is without exception. They believe each and every person in the country should be taking a shot every six months or more frequently. That's the government's stance. And they haven't wavered from that, from President Biden to Surgeon General Murthy to Anthony Fauci Walensky. They're very consistent on this. A shot for everybody every six months, and it doesn't matter about safety. They could care less how many people die with the vaccine, suffer heart damage, or blood clots. It's a government stance. You know, 
uh, anecdotally, by the way, this is Tim, Dr. McCullough. Thanks for being on with us, Steve, Fred, and Tim. Uh, like what Steve was talking about earlier, I've noticed, we've all noticed, I think, and, and maybe it's just because you're suspicious about the vaccine, uh, the vaccine shots. I don't know. But every day almost you read in the newspaper or some celebrity or some athlete or they say, uh, you know, suddenly dies. Franco Harris this morning reported today. Yeah, but they don't, uh, they didn't read his, did they mention his reason? They did not. Well, no, but they never mentioned the reason. He died suddenly. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, people have always died suddenly. Correct. Heart attacks, you know, down through human history. I mean, that's sadly part of what happens sometimes. But I'm just saying that it just seems like that's more prevalent today, but, but maybe it's just my imagination. Have you? Is there any statistical data on, on what I'm talking about to, that you would raise concern over? Well, let's go back before COVID. Before COVID, death in the United States is 40% due to heart disease, 40% due to cancer, and 20% due to other causes. But the cause is known in 99% of the cases. It's always known. Someone's had a prior bypass surgery, heart failure, has a cardiac arrest, okay, they die of heart disease. Somebody with cancer, the cancer doesn't respond to chemotherapy, they die of cancer. Someone dies in a motor vehicle accident or suicide or drug overdose. But the cause of death is always known. It's very rare to have unknown deaths. What we've seen since the vaccine is case after case after case of death with no explanation. Now we see the uh, Society of Actuaries reporting stunning statistics of people working age dying now. We're seeing 20, 40, 60 percent rates of excess death. It's occurring across every life insurance company in the United States. We're seeing health insurance companies in uh, Europe, for instance, one in Germany reporting uh, a massive increase in unexplained death, and it's suspicious because the only new thing in 2021 and 2022 is mass vaccination. Talking to Dr. Peter McCullough, do you have a website or a Facebook page uh, or so, somewhere people can go and read what you've written on this topic? Yeah, my website is petermcculloughmd.com. That'll give you links, take you everywhere to my social media. Twitter, I've just hit 700,000 followers today with a new free Twitter environment. Well, congratulations yeah. on that. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Dr. McCullough, do you have five more minutes with us here? Yes. Okay. Um, Questions kind of following up on what Fred asked uh, about, you know, every night, if you watch television every night, there are, there are drugs advertised uh, for all kind of uh, different conditions that people have. And a lot, of the, a lot of the advertisements are, you know, the down the potential downside of taking this medicine, which I think is a legal requirement, must be a legal requirement uh, by the government or somebody to mention these things uh, when you promote a drug. Mm-hmm. But with the uh, with this uh, COVID shots, it's like they don't mention that. Like Dr. McCullough has mentioned, they don't mention that at all. It's kind of conspicuous by its absence. Even if you were pro uh, vac- COVID vaccine shots, you think you would be still in favor of okay. But let's go ahead, like we do with every other kind of medicine uh, or every other kind of vaccine. Let's go ahead and mention that there are potential downsides to this health wise. But that's like non-existent, and if you even mention potential downsides, you know you're you're some you're uh, you're uh, an anti-vaxxer. You know you're you don't believe in uh, science. You want people to die of COVID. That's the way it's all framed. 
Yeah. Uh, it's completely and totally unfair, and it's completely and totally against how we handle every other kind of drug out on the market when it's promoted to the public. It just seems telling to me that why wouldn't you want to talk about the downside of it? But as you say, it's been pushed. Uh, let me let me uh, here uh, here's my question. You have the um, the uh, CDC, you have Dr. Anthony Fauci and his organization, you have the federal government. They're all pushing uh, the the vaccine shots and the boosters, and yet they even they uh, that group of people have changed their statements publicly along the way. Your Dr. McCullough, they first said that the vaccine shot, the COVID vaccine shot, would keep you from getting COVID. Then when that turned out not to be true, uh, I don't know if they ever said it kept you from spreading it, but they then they, then it switched to, well, yes, but it keeps you out of the hospital. You know, it keeps you from having a severe case. That is, if you get there. So when you're, when, when you're, when you're changing the things that you say along the way, from masks don't work to masks do work, for example, with Dr. Fauci in a matter of weeks. And listen, we can all uh, say things that we change our mind on because new evidence becomes available to us. I mean, that's 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 nothing shameful about that. But with this, it just seems like you got to toe the party line, the CDC line, or you're ostracized. You're you're crazy. You you want people to die. I don't know if that's a question or a statement. Go ahead, Dr. McCullough. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. First, yeah. let me take the advertising. We have the U.S. Drug and Cosmetic Act, the Lanman Act, and the Truth and Advertising Act. All medicinal products, all of them, must be promoted with fair balance, showing what they do and what are the risks and benefits, period. And the fact that HHS, the CDC, Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson Johnson, the other, the other entities, that they're advertising COVID vaccines as safe and effective without giving any of the warnings – the FDA warnings about heart damage, blood clots, neurologic damage, that's illegal. And I think, I think those entities that are doing that, they're going to be called in grand jury investigations, Ron. Uh, DeSantis has just called for one in Florida. You know, all the advertisements have been pulled off the TV in the state of Kansas. They're not putting up with this anymore. It's illegal advertising. It's illegal. Now, when it comes to Fauci, Walensky, Ja, you know, listen, I'm a public figure. I have made more public statements than they have. If you actually search on the internet, I, there, I have more public statements than they have on this. And I have not flip-flopped. I have been true to the emerging scientific data. I've been very careful in all my written publications. I have far more written publications than Fauci than all of them combined on this. So I think Americans now are looking to sources of truth. They're looking for reliable doctors in positions of authority to give them guidance. They've had three years of this government agency false narrative. And now to find that the FBI agents and the CDC inside Twitter manipulating things, Americans have basically now at this point in time lost their trust and confidence in Dr. Fauci and the public agencies, and they should. All right, uh, 60 more seconds. Question, uh, do you think that the uh, the COVID virus was created in a lab in China and accidentally leaked to the public, or did you, do you, is that what you believe in? The UNC North Carolina Chapel Hill, Ralph Barrick, he's been publishing on coronaviruses since 1992. They published all their progress on the coronavirus, SARS-CoV-1 and SARS-CoV-2. The U.S. academic collaboration headed by UNC Chapel Hill 
devised SARS-CoV-2 spike protein to be more invasive or more lethal. They subcontracted it out to the lab in China. And it looks like to me that there was a breach of biosecurity and the virus came out of the lab. But it's a U.S. project done on Chinese soil. But didn't Obama shut that down in North Carolina? That's the reason why they outsourced it. Otherwise, they would have done the research in Chapel Hill. They outsourced it to China so they wouldn't do gain-of-function research in the United States. Yeah, I remember when when that that was a story for 24 hours or 48 hours back when President Obama was in, and he he saw the danger of this. Did Obama and his administration, and they shut this thing down and and then moved it to China. Doctor McCullough, thank you so much for being on with us here on American Family Radio. We appreciate it very much. What is your website again? Go to petermcculloughmd.com. Have a merry Christmas, everybody, and a thank happy you. New Year. Thank, thank you. you too. Same to you. Thank you, sir. Uh, what a, a gentleman and a scholar there uh, joining us, uh, and I mean that, a gentleman and a scholar, because uh, he was on family vacation in Colorado yeah. and gave us 20 minutes of his time there. We appreciate it very much. Steve, thanks for lining that interview up. Yeah. What, do you, been, what do you make of what uh, what all he's talking about there? Um, I have been uh, looking at the stories like you all have about uh, people that have died suddenly. Um I have personal family members who took the vaccine and then had some myocarditis issues. I believe and pray that they're temporary. So I've had questions for a long time. Um, my wife and I had the COVID va- uh, virus uh, two Decembers ago, like right at the beginning. I haven't taken the shot. I haven't done anything. And I've been around a lot of people. I think my natural immunity is still valid. So... Well, the problem I have is one of the problems I have is the forced nature of this. If you uh, study this and you want to get the COVID vaccine shot, knock yourself out. And you might literally do that. I just, <laughs> that was a bad joke. Uh, no, I, what I'm saying is I respect your decision to do that if that's what you want to do. I know uh, uh, Ed got the shot. And Ray got the shot, our two of our co-hosts, when it first came out. Right. Because everybody was hopeful. Nobody was against science and medicine, and we were all hopeful. Mm-hmm. Remember President Trump was trying to help mm-hmm. rush this through so that we could and cut out all the red tape yep. so that we could get this under control? Because it was a serious pandemic that was uh, well, it was affecting our lives every day. It was affecting the economy, our health, uh People we knew were getting sick and dying. I mean, we all had hoped that the vaccine would be the answer, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, and so uh, there was no, nobody was anti-science in that respect. And I and I I respected uh, people who decided to get the shot if mm-hmm. they wanted to do that after their research. Let's find their doctor and so forth. But uh, but the medical establishment in this country and the CDC and they did not respect the right of people who did not want to get the injection of an experimental drug. Yes. There's nothing unreasonable mm-hmm. about uh, not wanting to put something that hasn't been time-tested, right? It was rushed to market. Yes. Operation Warp Speed. How do you like something you're going to put in your body called yeah. associated with that? <laughs> Operation yeah. Warp Speed. Yeah. So, I mean... I, I, I just think it was totally unfair the way the people who were vaccination-only people tried to make those who decided not to into the bad guys. Yes. Especially after it was learned that 
the COVID vaccination shots did not keep you from getting COVID or spreading COVID. Yes. So don't, to me, don't call them vaccines anymore. No. That's me because vaccines in the minds of Americans prevent something from happening. Am I right? Uh, That's exactly right. And it was the total dismissal of natural immunity. Right. You know, a bunch of us started to get tested for this, and we found out, oh, you got lots of antibodies. Right. Oh, that You means, did? I did? Yeah. So that means, okay, you had it, but your body said, I don't like this, and I'm going to fight it. Right. And I, there are millions of Americans right. had the same thing, but that was totally dismissed. And they still wanted us to get the vaccine shot and they still or wanted, lose your job. That was kind of the way it was framed. Yes. The suppression of truth. Right. This is what we're saying. We're in a dangerous time in our history of this nation, the suppression of truth orchestrated by the federal government, its agencies, right. social media, right. talking about the collusion right. thing again. We're in a very dangerous time because truth is being suppressed. Right. Truth is being punished. When we start to think of our military people who didn't want to take the vax, you're losing your job. Healthcare workers didn't want to take the vax. You're fired. You're out of here. Right. Right. This this is a dangerous Totally un American and, and wrong. That's right. Yeah. So Steve. Yes, sir. Oh, uh, by the way, you're talking about myocarditis. Carditis, which is the heart inflammation, yes, right? It is. Uh, am I right? Yes. The sack around the heart. Yeah. Okay. It inflames. Yes. It, okay. You know, during the middle of this, when the vaccines were being pushed all over the place. <clears throat> I call them vaccines because that's what everybody calls right. them. But again, I don't. I don't, I don't, vaccines to me stop something from happening. So if you want to call them that, fine, but technically I guess they are. But anyway, the uh, governments in, I know France and Germany, I want to say more, even more European countries, they, they, they have stopped Mm -hmm. the, at least the Moderna shot from being used for males 30 and under because too many of them are getting this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Myocarditis, even dying, 30 years old and younger, and as they stopped it. You can read about this in those countries because it become it had become so serious. And I thought, why isn't that story being shared in the U.S. very much? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Evidently, there was something going on with younger males and their reaction to mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. Uh, at least the Moderna dose of the uh of the drug and these drug companies too, which, uh, everybody's, everybody's, um, unless you're a member of a, a religious group that doesn't believe in drugs at all, but everybody else, you know, we're thankful for the pharmaceutical companies and the way they've been able to help, uh, you know, with over the decades in this, and, uh, you know, help with American health. But, uh, but in this case, you know, you got to be careful and do your own research about what they're what you're putting in your body. Really quickly, um, what do you think the consequences should be if we find out that the government has pushed this and pushed this and pushed this? Well, it's very dangerous. I think the uh, I think the pharmaceutical companies are exempt from lawsuits. That was part of warp speed. Yep, they would be. So exempt. you're, I guess you're, you're. If you have a lawsuit, it would have to be against the government. And, but they've been pushing it like crazy. Yes. I, I don't know the answer to that, Steve. Uh, what do you think should happen? You know what? That'd be a good question to pick up tomorrow. We can do that. <laughs> on the program. 
Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for joining us. Thank you, Steve. My pleasure. Fred, and thank Chris and Dr. Peter McCullough and Brent Creeley, our producer. We hope you have a, uh, a nice day and uh, join us tomorrow on American Family Radio on Today's Issues.